I'll give you one last chance, Mike, to take it all back and say you love this yeah, movie. Yeah, I don't understand why you take it so personally that I didn't uh, really like the movie. Whoa, welcome back to the Netflix Book Club podcast. I'm Mike Tui, joined always with my co-host here. Hey, it's me. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> why are you saying that? It is cold outside. It's cold outside. There's snow on the ground. There's snow on the ground. There is snow on the ground. Two doses of snow for New York after two years of not getting any. Yeah. It's a weather podcast. <laughs> well, the movie's kind of a holiday movie. That's the, that's why I said oh, okay, it. I okay, really, okay. I didn't really... I guess I kind of knew it going in. I, we, shouldn't, okay. we shouldn't hold off on saying the name of the movie any longer. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be overcome. <laughs> you said hold. <laughs> I I'm running on low, not a lot of sleep. Uh, I just liked your uh, enthusiasm for overcome. <laughs> well, over. I was trying to you over. Know, emphasize um, the uh, word. Well, episode 192. Or three. Of the Netflix Book Club podcast. Depending on what hemisphere you're in. <laughs> and uh, follow the Netflix podcast on Instagram, Netflix Book Club Podcast. It's a podcast. <laughs> we follow the podcast's <laughs> Instagram page at Netflix Book Club Podcast. Rolls right off the tight. So many syllables, dude. And hard consonants everywhere. <laughs> Netflix Book Club. That is part of the podcast. You know, all Dude, right. Um, <laughs> yeah, give that a follow to see the whole schedule. You know, give me a follow at Dennis Rooney seven D E N N I S R O O N E Y. Then the number seven. I never spell my name. Maybe I should be spelling. What if my followers go through the roof now that I start spelling it? I hope your followers go through the roof. I hope so too. Where they can, where can they find you at? I just hope they hold on and don't fall over the roof, man. Well, I'm going to get one of these. It'll go the next sixty minutes. I'll get one that makes sense. Yeah, you will. So just keep sixty. Just keep holding. <laughs> Just keep holding on before the episode's over. I'll get one. That's pretty close. Uh, pretty close. Underscore Mike Tui on all social media. Check it out, guys. What's the name of the movie, Dennis? The movie is The Holdovers. <laughs> all right, now it's it makes sense. The Holdovers sense. with Paul Giamatti and that newcomer with the huge Adam's apple. Oh, my God. The lunch lady? <laughs> no, the fucking kid, Angus. You didn't notice that enormous Adam's apple? No, I was joking. It was distracting at points. <laughs> the, the three main characters of this movie is uh, the cafeteria... Uh, um, manager or whatever. Joy Divine? Then, Divine Joy? Something like that, right? Um, possibly. You think we'd know this. We'd and, go through uh, this every week. Paul Giamatti, <laughs> and I'm sure his character had a name. Uh, <laughs> Paul, it's like Paul H. Paul Hanholm or Hanholm. Right. No, like the, yeah, the H was for Holdover. You didn't know that? Paul Holdover. Paul Dover. <laughs> <laughs> and then the uh, the kid who's... Uh, Angus. Okay. He's the angry. orphan that nobody wants. Angry Angus. Driving his parents nuts, literally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on, that's oh, your fault, boy. kid. That, that dad. Oof. That dad. What, I, I don't know who that actor was, but magnificent portrayal of a mentally disturbed person. Yeah? Yeah, I thought so. You didn't think so? Well, I, it's very, like, for the times. Like, that's how crazy, quote, like, crazy people, quote, from the 70s. Yeah. It's always, like, that paranoia. Right. They're, they're, they're coming around. It's like, for some reason, that was the style of uh, mental illness, you know, often portrayed, I feel like, in the 70s. Yeah, I feel like 80s crazy people got crazy hair, you know, long, crazy, <laughs> wild hair. In the 70s, very print. He had a, uh, he had just like me, the three-quarter hairline. You could see it, right? You could ride a bike down it, practically, this guy's You head. got a haircut? I did get a haircut. Looks, Thanks for noticing. Looks clean. I got them 
Cut. I got him cut. I did. I got him cut. What was that? I was going to say, I got them all cut. Oh, God. <laughs> Fucking, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Low-hanging fruit hold is on. still... Hold on. Hold on to that one. Hold over. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Listen, folks. I did a uh, weekend... you're on no sleep yet. I did a weekend in Wisecrackers and Wilkes-Barre. How'd it go? Give it a plug. You better pronounce that E. That's what I learned. Wilkes-Barre. Barry. Barry. <clears throat> so much fun. Shout out uh, Wisecrackers and Wilkes-Barre. If you're out there, go check it out. Amazing time. Not if you want to get a good night's sleep, though. No, well, if you like to gamble. If you want to stay up gambling money until the yeah. hours of the morning. Yeah, and then your ride is leaving at 8 in the morning on the next day. You know, you're not going to get too much sleep. That's it. You're not going to get too much sleep. And you know, whatever the casino does, man, they say they don't blast in oxygen on the floor, but I don't know. Have they gone on record saying they don't? <laughs> They're pumping something in there. I mean, is it illegal? They're, they're pumping not, something right? in there. I don't know. Maybe it's just a mixture of the lights and the cigarette smoke. Yeah, the air in a casino does taste good, though. It goes it's down something. Yeah, it's like everybody's vaping. You yeah. know, those like cotton candy scent. Especially that casino. For those of you who don't know, this casino is in the round. <laughs> what does that mean, in the round? It means it's round. What do you mean? <laughs> what does that mean, in the round? You fucking dumb dumb? Hit it. What are you, stupid? <laughs> what are you, an idiot? What does that mean in the round? You're a performer for years, it's almost just, a decade no, maybe, right? No, I understand. You hear it all the time. So it just means that it's a circle? It's a circular stage, no. and there's no, like, behind the stage. There's just, yeah, you're playing in the round. Wow. Gotcha. Can't believe you asked that in sincerity. That's all right. That's all right. So the casino's in the round, though. Like, there's a center bar that's just a perfect circle. Sure. And then the entire bar is just, you know, the circumference of that. Yeah, I didn't walk into the middle, to that middle bar. Oh, never? It's very, that's the thing is it's very jarring then. You lose all sense of direction. Right. You're like, where's Johnny Rockets? Where's the bathroom? Yeah. You know, yeah. If how it's do not, I get back to my hotel if room? If it's not for that Johnny Rockets, I'd never know where I was. Oh, that's like your northern star. Yes. You know? <laughs> that, that was my northern star, the Johnny Rockets. <laughs> Johnny, you... Oh, my northern star. You don't know that one? No, I'm too busy being an idiot in the round. <laughs> so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, no, Mr. Round over I'll here. I'll say something dumb soon. <laughs> Go ahead. Let's talk about this movie. And I'll <laughs> lay one on you. <laughs> Did you like it? Uh, right off the bat, huh? Right off the bat, dude. I don't want to be ambiguous. Well, I'll tell you this. It's a skip it. Really? How many skips can you do? Well, how does the, how'd that, how'd that song go? The jingle for the skip it. Skip it. Skip it. Anyway, that's what I, that's how I feel about this movie. Really? I, I Well, first off, you're a turd. First you're, off, you're cancer of the penis. First off, in human form. Molly Kornfeld said it last episode What'd and she, she said she said so many things she goes, all the fucking time. I know, it, with regards to holdovers. She oh. goes, "The hype." And I think that that's definitely the case too. It, the movie was hyped up so much. Like if I came into the movie not knowing anything about it or whatever, Maybe I would have felt differently, but it's so hyped. Everyone's talking about Paul Giamatti going to win the, you know, win the Oscar, and the and, and the kid and Angus, <clears throat> maybe supporting actor. So it was big hype coming in. Maybe that doesn't help me going in. And then I think also personally, and again, this shouldn't really take away how good a film it is. I like how the two things you're pre you're before you even really give them, you're like they shouldn't take away whether the movie's good or not, right? But go ahead, okay. Well, because the question is, stream it or don't stream it. Right, right, right. Would so you suggest I can it say to skip or it. not? Yeah, yeah, It yeah. could be a great movie. I'm saying skip the movie. Right, right, right. Uh, this and then I just wonder, I'm like, why do I do a movie podcast with a guy who would say skip this film? Go ahead. Go ahead. Give us your reasons. Do you not want to do the pod? 
Go ahead, Mike. Go ahead. Tell these people <laughs> would why you they Would you watch prefer this movie. if I always agreed with you? No, I just sometimes you hit me with these uh, opinions, and I'm like, this guy, what? what Isn't this for what entertainment? Makes this guy tick? Doesn't this make it a little better? What's this guy? T- Instead makes of this us guy sitting tick? here just fucking scratching Paul Giamatti's whoa, whoa, balls. Whoa, 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 whoa. What makes this guy tick? I find the subject matter of like academia and the stories around the teacher kind of boring. For me, okay. I'm just like, I don't care about te- the teacher thing. It's just like the, I don't know, you know, and they're pompous. And that, that's the story or whatever. Uh, and their characters are often like that, and they're very self-important. And I just personally am like, I don't care about the academia thing and the teachers as like a, so as you a found, subject matter. you found matter. this movie to be about academia? No, I'm just saying that that's what it is. I mean, he's a teacher. Just the, the background the setting being, is the setting a, is, is all... Certainly, it's a, you know, it's a boarding, a boarding school, it's a school. school. This guy is super smart or whatever the story is. And I'm just saying, like, as a subject matter, I'm like, I'm less interested in this type of a thing a lot of the time. Okay. So that's all. So, but I didn't say it was a bad movie, but no, I, I didn't think it was so great. I didn't think it was this, like, uh, life-changing movie that a lot of people seem to be saying. I know it's got... People, you've heard people say it's a life changing. Oh, movie? no, life changing, but it's like it's not. It's in the nineties. People have said this is a great movie. It's in the nineties and Rotten Tomato. Yeah, yeah, it's, up, it's like crazy high. Yeah, I just didn't. I don't know. I guess that I didn't really care too much either. It took them forever for the two of them to like, where they finally started doing the parallels of Paul Giamatti and the guy, and the student, mm-hmm. and how they're way more similar. It that wasn't until so much later in the movie, and then it just became a little like oh. Almost like a little predictable then at that point. I don't know. It just it didn't grip me. I, I was kind of bored. Wow. That's, that's, I'm not that's, saying it's a bad movie. That's a bummer. Yeah. I love this movie. All right. That, and that's I thought, okay. I thought that's it was okay. great. That's uh, good. Compelling characters. You know? The storyline. I'll give I'll I'll give into this where I feel like it's a little bit color by numbers for a feel good movie, but it also throws enough things off track that it's like it stands alone where, like, I didn't see everything coming. If he had wound up with the chick, the, if the teacher, if Paul Giamatti's character had wound up with the uh, co-worker, but he doesn't, you know, he goes to the Christmas party, and then her boyfriend shows up, her husband. Or, I assume boyfriend, because if it was husband, he would have known. It's 1970. He works with her. I don't, I, mean? I don't think it's a feel-good movie. You don't think it's a feel-good movie? No. No? Well, I, I, I don't think it's a feel-good movie as much as certain other movies are, but I think there are... Definitely more. I don't think it ends on a feel-good note, that, which is kind of cool. There's n- almost no part of this that I feel good. You found it, like, depressing? Well, I don't know. Maybe, Did you find any parts of it funny? Maybe, like, bittersweet. You know, it's like a bittersweet type of movie. Like, yeah, I would say bittersweet. Because it's not, it's not feel-good. Not to me. I don't know. At, at what point that he finally overcomes his, like... He was sort of locked into this position because he never graduated. He has that shame, uh, Paul Giamatti's character, that he stood up for something. I, so you feel good? But you kind of don't. He lost I, his I job. Feel good. I feel good at the end because the kid gets to stay in school. Yeah. And uh, hopefully he sticks it out. You know, obviously yeah. the kid's bright. That's not the issue. But he acts out probably because his fucking dad's in a mental institution and his mom mm-hmm. seems to, you know, brush him aside. And he's not the easiest guy to root for. I mean, he's like a dick. No, he's like a Holden Caulfield type character. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, he, yeah, he's kind of like a dick. Right, he's and, and a, so is the other guy. They're both like, you know. Yeah, 
they're both also like pretty smart, which makes yep. them uh, hard to be around at times. Definitely. Um, but the kid gets to stay at that school and not go to military school, which has way big. You know, we've always that's been a trope in so many movies where it's like they're going to send me to boarding school or military school if I don't shape up or like mm-hmm. get my shit together. Uh, but in this movie, there's so much bigger weight behind that because it's Vietnam. So, like, if he goes to military school, there's such a likely chance that he will be sent to Vietnam, and then who knows what happens there. Right. So Paul's Paul Giamatti's character gets to do the self-sacrifice thing at the end, mm-hmm. which the kid's already done for him, kind of out of nowhere, you know? Uh, so Paul gets to sacrifice that, and he loses his job, which you can say, like, oh, that sucks, he loses his job. What's he going to do now? It's all he knows. And it's like... Well, he's got a friend in Syracuse where he's going to go store his stuff. Like, he is, he has been in academia for a long time. You make friends, you know people. It doesn't mean he sees these people or even communicates with them often, but, like, he has a network of colleagues in his past and stuff. He even runs into people in uh, Boston when he makes a day trip there. He's not, I mean? he's not hanging out with that guy. No, he definitely hanging out <laughs> with that guy. No, and, and all his colleagues hate him. All his students hate him. Pretty much all his colleagues hate him, except for what's his name, what's her name, and the and the uh, the lunch lady. We'll call her. Yeah. Um, which is a fucking great character. No, uh, she was good. She, I mean, she's the most likable of the three. Yeah. Um, but the ending for me is is feel good because Paul Giamatti, it kind of lights the fire under his ass to be like, all yeah. right, I'm gonna go try and do something. Maybe he doesn't make it to Florence, Italy, or wherever the hell he was talking about. Yeah, going. he's he's free now. He was he was stuck. He was stuck, and yeah. it's like he's free now, and he got to do it by doing something good for the kid. Yeah, and uh, he steals the bottle of uh yeah of whatever, which is just funny. And then he takes the swig and washes his mouth and spits it out. Yeah, great like metaphor for the moment. Washing mm-hmm. your you know yeah washing your mouth of this place and stuff. Uh, Fun fact, that bottle for the time would be like $10,000 today. Yeah, yeah, super expensive. Which is, and he alludes to that a little bit at the beginning of the movie where he's like, how generous of them, where he's like, this is a, was a gift from so-and-so. And right. We already know this is a private school, but like, how pompous and private are we talking here? Yeah. Because like, you got the kid from Korea, you got the Mormon kid, mm-hmm. um, but then you got this kid who's so rich, his dad comes and swoops up everybody in a helicopter and literally takes them away. Yeah. Which was, a that was a great moment for me too. I thought, because I was like, I was ready to watch the movie about this whole crew of kids and almost like have it be an, I would have been more fun. I don't know. I wound up loving it the way it was, but I also like, they, they kind of like get you to start investing in those characters early on. Koontz is an idiot, whatever. Koontz is an idiot. He says the dumb thing about, the lunch lady, you know, she's got oh, a yeah. job. I mean, sure, his kid's dead, but blah, blah, blah. Out of touch, privileged jerk off. What a fucking piece of shit kid. this kid is, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But the Korean kid pisses the bed. You feel bad for him. It's the holidays. He's so far from home. I mean, mm-hmm. everybody's isolated when you're holding over. But this kid's all the way over from fucking Korea, and that's not easy. And he's right, also right, right. obviously an outcast for being a transplant type kid. Mormon kid, same thing. Super far away from his family, but also outcast for being a Mormon. But, uh, Coon steals his his mitten at one point, throws it into the river mm-hmm. very early on in the film. And this little kid gets a moment of like where Angus says to me, he goes, he only stole one to make having one like that much, you know, it'd be that much worse. Yeah. Which again, I think to your point, these academic types, God, can't you just talk regularly? Like he kind of says everything. How many times they quote Latin in this movie? Mm-hmm. And not just the Paul Giamatti's character, but the fucking kids. It's like, God, these guys are insufferable almost. Right. Um, but so then the Mormon kid gets his thing thrown in the river, his mitten thrown in the river. And then he like has this dramatic shot of him throwing it into the river Mm -hmm. and like sulking to himself. And in my head, I just had that thing of like, 
this kid's got to go the rest of the winter season <laughs> without in Massachusetts without any gloves, <laughs> more than likely. You right. know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's not. He doesn't have the money probably to get him. Um, yeah, it's maybe bittersweet is a more accurate term, but I didn't think it was like a bummer or a downer of a movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were moments that I certainly got emotional. Maybe I, mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be good for a cry. That's what I posted on my Instagram. Yeah. Am I going to get a good cry out of this or not? Never got the full-on cry, but definitely, even early on, in the first 40 minutes, I think, when we find out uh, um, Joy's backstory, her character's backstory about her son went to the school, and he only went to the school because she worked there, and he got fucking sent off to Vietnam, because he's not really one of these privileged I almost wish the movie was the story of that and that kid. Yeah, well, there's plenty of Vietnam movies like that to watch. Well, no, I just like that. It would have, again, like, didn't grip me, this story of the teacher and the kid. I just didn't like, I was just bored. That's all. It's not a bad movie. I mean, I can't believe, I mean, bored. I don't know. It's yeah. What are you going in expecting action or was the dialogue not snappy enough? No, I wasn't listening to everybody talk. I wasn't expecting action. I was just a little bit, I don't know. Yeah. I was just sort of what, when is, you know, when, when are we going to get to what's going on? And then what was going on was, I don't know. I just didn't, for me, I, it wasn't, uh, didn't really love it, but what you're saying though, describing the uh, the cafeteria manager, I think is what her character's name was. That was interesting. She got the job at the school to make sure the kid who's uh, wouldn't you know have the uh, access to this type of stuff gets the access. Of course, he goes to the military because he doesn't have connections, you know. Otherwise, it's like it's a very human, real story for the time, and so is this other story for these kids. But it's a story of rich, privileged kids, and that I'm like, I'm not interested. Like I don't, I'm less interested in personally that's all yeah i mean one point where where they kind of point that out uh and angus is being his usual dickhead itself they're at the uh burger joint the tavern or whatever and he goes to put a dime down for the uh pinball machine and mm. the guy abusing the pinball machine sure he's being a dick too where he's like no my friend's waiting and it's like well that's not how it works which is an argument that's happened 10 million times in this country, whether it be a pool table or a fucking arcade machine, whatever. Yeah. But that's the rule. You put your coin down to establish that you're next right. and you walk away. You can't just be gone away from it. If you're standing right there, then sure, you can say, I'm up next. I'm yep. right here. But even then, put your fucking quarter down or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the guy who comes over from the bar to argue about it ha- is obviously a kid who's back from Vietnam and he was fucking dismissed because he got his hand blown off. Yeah. And Angus still kind of is a dick about it. Instead of just being like anybody, any normal person would just be like, my bad. Even if this guy is being a dick. Yeah. He's got his hand blown off. He has the right to be a bit of a dick. And you get to fucking just shut up and put your tail between your legs and walk away. Mm-hmm. Just do that. You know what I mean? But Angus can't do that. He no. kind of walks away, but he's still making these little digs and shit. Um, and then Paul Giamatti's character, when they leave, he's like, He's like, how many fucking people have you met who've had their hand blown off? Like, just just kind of drops a very basic line on him to be like, you're too young to know this, but, like, you got to have a certain uh, decorum for people, even sure. if you think you're, like, smarter than them, even if, like, you know. He, same thing when he goes off uh, on Coons for making those dumb remarks about the fucking cafeteria manager. Where he's like, that woman's been through more than you could possibly imagine, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And later on, she's kind of like, you know, you don't need to be white knighting me. But it's still, at least his heart's in the right fucking place. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I wasn't bored at all throughout. It was like a nice slice of life movie. Yeah, that's what it is, slice of life. Um, They really wanted to showcase 1970. Yeah, 1970 that period of time. And you did mention that 
you know, a, uh, <clears throat> that it might have meant a draft if you went to military school. But they didn't really talk too much about Vietnam, really. Like the fact that it, the you know, that it was such a political climate of like unrest, right? There wasn't a lot of that. Talk of Vietnam? In the movie. I mean, they mentioned it a bunch. Yeah? Yeah, the cafeteria leaders. <laughs> That's mentioned right at the top of the movie in the church scene where they point out that her... Yeah, I guess I'm, I guess what I mean like when they're, I mean, kind of when they're walking around Boston and stuff, it's not like there's... You know, you could have you could have seen, I don't know, protesters or more, you know, something like that. It wasn't. It didn't feel like there was unrest. Obviously, the cafeteria waiter's talking about it because her son died in the war. Yeah, she's talking about privileged versus underprivileged yeah. people. Yeah, I mean, there, uh, that movie's already been made so many times sure. about protesting the war and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was I, thinking about that, too, while watching this movie, about, I think of all wars, maybe uh, Vietnam's had the most movies made around it, kind of. Maybe. And you could argue that that's, you know, they say that that was the first war that was televised. People were actually seeing every night or mm. every week, like, current images and video of what was going on over there. Right. So I'm sure that has something to do with it. Um, but also, I mean, at times of war, there's people at home just living their lives. And some people are constantly thinking about what's going on over there, probably like this lunch lady. You know what I mean? She goes to visit her sister mm-hmm. who's pregnant. The one thing that threw me off a little bit was uh, the janitor guy. I feel like he showed up halfway through the movie, and they never really explained that he was also there. Oh, he was sort of interested in her, in her romantically. Seems like maybe he was, yeah, maybe interested yeah. in her, or just maybe trying to take care of her because he knew she was in a tough spot, you know? See her at the party. She's so strong, but then she breaks down and don't touch the music. Don't touch the music and just being too drunk in the kitchen and the holidays all and everything that, hitting her all All of that was like, for, for me, but, you know, like I, I was definitely into it there. Yeah, in yeah, the that's, a, that's an emotional yeah. peak of the movie, and, for and sure. And Paul Giamatti has to come into the kitchen and let's get out of here, you know? Yeah. I think maybe it was a little long, too. Like, we, you know, it, maybe it was a little long. I felt like maybe it dragged on a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. How long was it? Two hours, 18 minutes, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I was, uh... But, I mean, I guess that's the, you know, that's the style of the movie. That's what they were going for. Have you seen any of his other movies? Uh, I na- think this guy, he did, like, Sideways. Oh, yeah, the side... Okay, I remember Sideways. I'd have to go back, but I remember, again, that was sort of like a, a slower-paced, long movie, a lot of dialogue. I haven't seen that one. It's subtle. I forget what his other movies were that people have pointed out, but they're... He kind of, this is the kind of movie yes. he makes, though, where yeah, it's he like makes this type characters of interacting, and that's the focus of the film. It's yeah. not like it, some huge thing isn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's no, not going right. to be some yeah. meteorite or like whatever. I yeah, saw yeah. someone, uh, I read, I was reading some really funny Reddit comments about this movie. Mm-hmm. Someone being like, I thought that when Angus got taken into the basement at the Christmas party, they were going to discover like, human trafficking or something really nefarious down there. And I was like, what movie are you watching? When he kisses the girl or whatever? Yeah, yeah. And, what? and someone There's else like just chimes in and is like, you've been ruined by modern storytelling. <laughs> where it's like, no, man, it doesn't have to be some like... It was like kids gluing popsicle sticks together, yeah, right? Like these arts two and kids crafts. bonded over talking about Picasso, which yeah. like, if you're in 1970s Boston... And you find some chick who's like, Picasso's cool. And you're like, I also think Picasso's cool. It's like, yeah, you're probably going to make out with that chick at the right. Christmas party, you know? Sure. Um, that was really, like, what a dumb take that person had. <laughs> and also someone said, uh, someone gave this, like, glowing description of Paul Giamatti's character leaving at the end and, like, mm-hmm. on to bigger, bigger and brighter things and blah, blah, blah. He's not stuck anymore. Yeah. Like a paragraph of this about how beautiful that moment is, and it's you know bittersweet, and he gets to do it to save the kid, and maybe even save the kid's life. And blah, blah, blah. person underneath just write, 
Uh, now he's a homeless drunk. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think so. It's like he drank a lot, but he didn't have the vibe of like this guy's life is being ruined by alcohol. He just yeah. had that academic drunk like thing going on. A little column A, a little column B. Yeah, B, right, you know? right, 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 probably. <laughs> He is free to do whatever he wants, and, uh, you know, it's possible if he makes some of the wrong decisions, he could end up, you For know, sure. living in this car, drunk, I guess. For sure. <laughs> uh, I don't. You know what, too, though, like I said, I think it was the hype. I turned it on like, okay, I'm about to be, like, taken away. You know what I mean? Paul Giamatti's about to, like, blow my tits off. I mean, Paul Giamatti was amazing in this. Yeah, but I just, you know, I, I, it sounds like the material. It wasn't any. Yeah, of the, no, it, it was just the material is not interesting. Like even to like you. the Dead Poet Society. Again, it's one of these things. It's been years since I tried it. I turned it off. So you just don't like teachers? So, yes, like. as like a t- as a topic. Not to say I I hate every single movie of the teacher, but it just I do find the it faculty a, a little boring. Which one is the faculty? It's a horror movie about aliens taking over people's bodies, and <laughs> I don't know if I saw it. <laughs> it's a great movie. Um... <laughs> But there's teachers. I guess it's the faculty. It takes place in a high school. Uh, yeah. No, I don't. Yeah. And I don't know if I have a subject like that where it's like, oh, I'm not going to be into that because it's about X, it's the, Y, Z. You know, like I give it, a, I give it a shot. It's not, you know, but I just, it, well, listen, the movie also ended. Also the hype I, of, I don't know. I was asking myself, I'm like, why didn't I care? And I was like, I think it's because it's like about teachers. I just like, I'm, I don't care well, about, about teachers. about a teacher and it's about a student. And it's like, we've all been a student and we've all had teachers. Yeah. We've all had like father figures in our lives and we've all endured hardships and woes around the holiday. I don't know. I mean, it's a hu- very human story, but. You know, it, it tried to be, but I just didn't, <laughs> I didn't care. Also that the kid who's like, and I get it. They're both like kind of sons of bitches. They're, mm. they're both like cut from the same cloth of like. I know he's a curmudgeon, the older one, but you become a curmudgeon earlier. You're just like a, what's the word? You said Holden Caulfield, uh, anti, you know, type of guy. And I, I don't know. Yeah. I was just bored. I was just a little bored with it. It wasn't a bad movie, like I said, and maybe, uh, maybe the kid wins. I'd be happy. Did the actress get nominated? I don't think the kid's going to win. I don't think he, I don't think the kid deserves to win. He was all right. Do you know if the if if the actress got nominated? I don't know if Devon Joy or Joy Devon or whatever her name yeah. is got nominated. Um, I'd even be, her is like she was good, but I still thought Paul Giamatti was a uh, fan. Like, well, he, yeah, and he's on screen most of. I mean, yeah. almost the entire movie. Probably. I mean, he's a Hollywood heavy hitter at this point. He's been around. Yeah. For, so long. No, and he did a good job. I mean, it's not like he didn't do a good job. Plays an amazing sad sack. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, when you find out that he smells, you're like, all right, people smell. Then you find out he's got sweaty hands. <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ, has this guy ever gotten laid before? I but lo- then he drops that one on the kid. He's like, oh, I had yeah, my yeah. time. Like, you know, I'm an old man <laughs> now. Like, whatever. But yeah, but, yeah what does he say? I, the what does he say? Do you I remember? have my loins also burned with a white hot intensity of a thousand suns, some bullshit like that. <laughs> and then he goes, "Make your toes curl, <laughs> make your toes curl, kid." <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It's a coming no, yeah, story. It's I looked it up. That's a real thing. The fish smell thing. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. What he's got? The people have conditions. I wonder if I've ever. Yeah, I wonder if I've ever smelt somebody. My with hands that. are pretty clammy. You know, I've got clammy hands once in a while. You want to well, touch them? Well, clammy hands is one thing, but whatever, smelling like a fish because one of your yeah, I'll organs. I'll clammy hands over the smell all day long. Because your organs isn't doing something right. Forget right. it. He can't break down whatever he says. That's the thing, too. It's like, this guy's not, you're unlikable when you have these faults you're not aware of because mm. you're clueless and you have faults. Right. But when you're aware of them, it's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, I know I smell. It sucks. I, I know a kid's never passed my class. Huh? 
He's, he never had a kid oh, pass yeah, it. Yeah, or whatever, yeah. never have an A. It's like, yeah. That's his worst trait to me. I mean, I don't think he's such a bad guy other than his uh, really uh, hard, fast teaching standards. I mean, the movie starts with them, you yeah. know, him showing that like the entire class failed, basically. Um, and also he's got this, he's being punished for um, basically giving like a D or an F to some kid whose father was like the biggest contributor to the school ever or something. Yep. And then he punishes the whole class. Because yeah. the one guy asked the question. He's a real son of a bitch of a yeah. teacher. But yeah. outside of the classroom, he just seems like a, you know, curmudgeon old man to, like, a little bit of a degree. Right. Yeah, sad, sad life. And he's living this, like, where he's kind of a phony. Like, he, he feels inside he's a fraud because of the history. Because he doesn't have that. Yeah. Even though it's like, dude, you've put in your time. You've taught for 30 years. You're obviously well-educated. It's like, right. who cares? The only one who gives a shit about that is you. You know, nobody even remembers but you, apparently. Right. Even the the headmaster who's punishing him by making him stay and whatever, it's like he was a former student of Paul's. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's the thing, too. Paul's been at this station in life for a long time. And he kind of addresses it. He's like, I, I'm i monk-like. You know, I like being alone. This is just my... But you always, you know, yeah, you feel that way until uh, your fucking pretty coworker starts being nice to you and talking to you. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, I'll go to this Christmas party. And then you go, and this bitch has a boyfriend. He just flooses it in there. He starts flipping <laughs> tables. How can you do this? Yeah. And the person that forced you to go, that called you a loser for not wanting to go, can't handle the party. She's yeah. the one who ends up who, who can't handle it. I never, I didn't even think about that. That's a good point. Yeah, she gives him a lot of shit. Like, if you just want to fucking don't go, it's fine. Right. But don't just punish Just say you're kid. scared or whatever it is. Yeah. And yeah. he works it up to go. Mm-hmm. But poor, I mean... People, people getting drunk and emotional around the holidays is that's never going to go away. You know, may, maybe if it was like twenty eight minutes shorter. I don't think so. I don't think maybe if for you me, didn't like it, you didn't. That's because if you like it, you'll watch it for two hours and eighteen minutes. Or oh whatever. yeah, I you guess so. I mean? if you don't like it, you're not going to like it because it's right that because it, it ended right on time. No one ever walks out of a movie and they're like you know why I loved it out of everything else. It ended right on time. No, but it could be a little boring. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But you know. um. I'll I'll only give movies a credit when I'm like it was 90 minutes because it didn't have to be longer. Mm. I felt like this movie was two hours and 18 minutes because it was supposed to be about two hours and 18 minutes. There weren't scenes that felt like a necessary. Even these like strange montages of like the cafeteria lady going to visit her sister and just like hanging around the house kind of mm. and being around her family. It's like, yeah, it's nice to see this nice woman be around her nice family around this time of year to some nice music. I yeah, fucking, I'd really like to see Paul Giamatti in his underwear again, please. Can we get another close-up of him on the cot? I'd really like one more, just him waking up in a miserable cot. You really didn't like that, huh? <laughs> I Paul was just, Giamatti? There was plenty of things you could have <laughs> you could snipped here and there. I've, usually <laughs> those were funny to me. Him yeah. stretching before going to bed. No, I mean, it was definitely st- some funny stuff. For Hammered sure. and stretching before going to bed. Yeah. It's like this guy, even when he's drunk, he's like, oh, you know, I'm taking care of my, I'm being yeah, an yeah. adult and stuff. There was some funny stuff. I think the funniest might have been uh, him giving the book. And it's like, oh, thank you. That's a great gag. And then she opens up the book. The same fucking book. And then a little later, you see he's got a he's got a box of the books. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that you know, like that. Obviously, that was uh, pretty good. Right, right, right. Uh, you're right, though. The kids was kind of entertaining. You know, it was a little bit more exciting. And then uh, anytime, basically, the cafeteria lady was on. Yeah, I just think the storytelling is really tight. Like everything mm-hmm. just leads into the next thing. Sure. Like. So everyone leaves, and then it's just this trio. It's the lady, Paul, and the student. Yeah. And Paul and the student immediately butt heads. 
the student's running away from Paul to defy him, and he winds up breaking his arm in, like, this big act of defiance, right? Mm. So he breaks the arm, so now Paul has to take this kid to the hospital. Mm -hmm. Because he takes him to the hospital, he now takes him out to eat as, like, a thank you. And, like, let's keep this under wraps and stuff. Only because of that does he see the colleague now working at this place. Only because he sees her at that place does he get invited to this place. Mm -hmm. Only because he gets invited and goes to that party then does the uh, mom lose her shit. Like, everything just leads into the next thing. So Trey mm -hmm. Parker and Matt Stone said this thing about storytelling. Why you never, you never want to use the words, and then. You never want to say, like, this happens and then this happens mm -hmm. and it's always because right right it's right. like this happens because this happens mm -hmm. because and that's like this movie just this movie just dominoes the whole way through and like i don't know yeah i mean that's i true. wasn't a, that's i wasn't true. expecting like um i don't know when i settled into watch this movie i expected like a snowy new england character piece and that's what i got yeah. i guess i i heard it was supposed to be great but i didn't think people were like i i didn't hear hype on this movie nearly as much compared to, like, Saltburn. You know what I mean? Like, the Saltburn stuff was permeating every facet of my life. See, that's, yeah, whereas I hadn't even, I hadn't even, like... You hadn't even heard of Saltburn. Hadn't even seen it. wasn't on my radar at all. Whereas Holdovers was, like, Holdovers, Giamatti, and then it would just be, like, everything it's nominated for. Really? Yes. Interesting. So I was like, oh, okay, this is, you know, we got... I, I heard about this. I remember one. seeing the trailer for this six months ago and me being like, can't wait to watch it. I'm sure I'll enjoy it. Mm. But once I know a movie's coming out, and I know that I want to see it. I've talked about this before where it's like, I don't pay any mind to it then until right. it's like time to sit down and watch it. Like I'm not going to watch a trailer for a movie. I know I want to see because mm -hmm. it's just, oh, I'd rather go in. As no, dark I, as possible. I totally admit that it's, um, it's just like the fact that he's a teacher. And I think I'm just a little bit like prejudiced in a way to uh, caring. What if he was like a genius janitor? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> With uh, anger issues, a, a janitor, Robin uh, Williams, a cafeteria lady, and a hot chick with a Boston accent. A Let's make that movie. <laughs> it's just a genius janitor. Like they won't let me teach you. <laughs> You're describing Goodwill Hunting, right? No, I was just saying a genius janitor. I'm just trying to. Make, I'm just trying to. Oh, for, I thought you, you for, for sure was no, no, no. Good I, I understand where you're going yeah, and yeah. what you're saying. I got that. I got that. But what what's so fascinating to me is you're like. If he wasn't a teacher, I think I would have really enjoyed it. And it's like, maybe. That's no, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's the case. But uh, yeah, that's kind of. Uh, no, I, yeah, I, no, it's just <laughs> like. So it's like, here's a teacher who everybody hates. Mm -hmm. And I'm watching. I go, yeah, I hate him, too. Yeah. And then I find out he's a fraud and I'm going good. Well, he's, he's not a fraud. He just never graduated. <laughs> Uninterested. I mean, me. You know what I mean? About this movie. Uh, yeah, but it's not because he doesn't have a degree. It's not why you're uninterested in with this movie. You're right, interested it's with the this story movie. itself. Like that story, you just I just don't like, care about these characters. Not really. That's Again, so I think I like the cafeteria lady a lot. That character, I did. Yeah, I like. think you like her because you have to like her. I think because you would never say on Mike, I didn't care for the black cafeteria lady whose Vietnam son died. No, not at all. I think that's what, that's just personal opinion. Because okay. it's easy to be like, I hated the professor. I hated the student. But if you went all in, I'd have no, a lot of respect for I didn't fuck every one of these I didn't characters. say that I hated the student. The whole podcast, you're saying they're both insufferable. They're both sons of bitches. I don't well, like any of these their people. Their characters are for sure. But yeah. no, no, I'm talking about, yeah, no, I know it just, but Paul Giamatti is like, you know, he's the lead and you're supposed to, you're supposed to feel good, I guess, in some degree that he's got out of prison. I just, yeah, I just don't. I'm like, whatever. Another teacher. That he got out of what? Uh, that he got out of the, no, I said prison, but he got out of the, uh, he was stuck. Kind oh, of, kind end? of like a prison, of yeah. of, I mean, of his life or whatever. I don't, you know, 
So, but I, it's not a bad movie. It felt feels like the seventies. I wasn't alive in the seventies. How'd but. you feel about the uh, aesthetic and everything? That That's they, what I mean. That that, that was did all. Did you cool. like the grain? I and thought it the felt music and all that. Felt like it, like a grainy seventies movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, in that slow, those seventies movies are, are slow like this too. So yeah, there's a couple shots very reminiscent of the seventies. Paul Giamatti is looking for the kid at one point, and he comes out in front of the. Uh, you know, like some hall at the university or whatever, and he, he's just like, Angus! And it goes from, like, a very close-up shot, and it pulls back way fast to show just, like, all the snowy field in front of oh, him yeah, and yeah, the yeah. building behind him and stuff. Uh, I forget the actor's name. William Friedkin? The director's name, rather? The guy who did The Exorcist? But, like, that's one of his shots. Oh, okay. He would always do that, where he'd be in real close, and he'd be in there for a while, and then all of a sudden he'd just pull back real sharp and fast. Mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. I mean, you're in the minority. You'd recommend this to people? Absolutely. I'm telling people, I'm like, this is a fucking... If you want to have some emotions for a while, and uh, it looks good, it's acted well, it's funny. There's laugh-out-loud moments in this movie, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess if you don't like teachers... Well, I'm I'm admitting that that's, you know, it's there's a, I definitely have, like, a prejudice to the subject matter, as right, just as right. a topic. But I wouldn't recommend it because I just think it's, to me, I wouldn't. It's just like, I don't know. It's a little boring. I thought it was a little boring. Did he did he act really well? Yeah, he did. He did. Right. Nice little slice of life. Yeah. Some people don't like slice of life movies. Maybe that's your, maybe you know. Right. Some people don't like thrillers. You didn't like horror movies until you started doing this podcast, and now you have a little bit of an inkling to watch certain ones. What's a good slice of life movie? For instance, I mean, I know you like this. I would one, say this one. <laughs> what, what's a, what's another movie? one like for? Because you hear, you know, that that term gets thrown around. Um, a river runs through it. Right. I don't know. If slice I ever of life, saw where it's that. like it's not so much the. Pl- it's not. There's not nothing driving forward the plot. It's just like here's these people at this point in their lives for this amount of time, mm-hmm. and for that, a lot of people they're like, if that's done well and interestingly, that's enough. But it sounds like you want something. Driving the plot. Well, what what's you a, want A what's versus a, B to get us to see? What's a big slice of life movie? Like what's a a river runs through it? I never saw that movie. I mean, you probably haven't seen a lot if you don't like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me try and think of another one. Um, Back to the Future. No. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe I don't. You know, maybe it's not really my thing. But I'm sure I've seen a movie that it just. But again, maybe it resonated a little bit more with me. You know, a different story might. Yeah. But I can't think of any movies that I've ever seen before in my life. Right, right, right. <laughs> Are you still thinking? I'm trying to, yeah, but I'm like. <laughs> yeah. Well, because you Google slice of life movies, right. there's going to be 30 where I'm like, oh, yeah, all these. Because it's not a thing where you say. Uh, there's no uh, nomination for Slice of Life. Yeah, it's not like you know a I mean? super popular... And also, Slice of Life will then go into other genres. You could have a Western right. Slice of Life. You could have, you know... Yeah. But, um... Right. But, yeah, it's not like something... It's not like there's one coming out every week. It's not rom-com. It's not horror. It's not drama. It's a very kind of specific, like, thing. And yeah. even then, it blends in other stuff. I would call this, like, a drama... This is like a drama comedy to me. Mm-hmm. Um... But then if I were to, if someone would be like, could you describe it more? I'd be like, well, it's like a slice of life about this mm-hmm. New England boarding school and then whatever, you're off. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. Um, I don't think anyone deserves any nominations for anything except for maybe Paul Giamatti. Uh, some of the lines that the cafeteria lady delivered, I felt were like strangely delivered. But mm-hmm. that also could be a thing where it's like, yeah, but we shot, we did 15 takes. And it's like, this is the one I decided works best for whatever reason. It's like, whatever. I don't think she like detracted from the movie at all. Not at all. Mm-hmm. She was good. But there were some lines she delivered where I just thought it was strange. But then you also go, like, you'll hear people be like, I've had so many people say uh, about the movie Seven. They go, why does he sound like that? When he's like, what's in the bar? What's in the bar? It's like, people don't act like that. And it's like, you don't know how people act when they're under extreme moments of stress. Yeah. You know what I mean? People act weird under extreme. So, yeah, this grieving mother who's. Yeah, I t- I know what you mean, too. Some of them felt like it was coming from, from something out. But to me, it was like, because uh, she's not part of the group. She feels a little outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's a okay. even with Paul. She's, she's like we're right. both staff, but you're a professor. Yeah, she's not yeah. part of the academia or whatever you want to say. I'm surprised there wasn't some sort of because again, we know that this professor's a jerk and most yeah. everyone kind of hates him. Mm. And maybe it's been that way. And maybe this is just the time where it suddenly chips away. But like he goes down to see her at one point, and he's like, "You mind if I get a little bit of that, the booze?" Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, absolutely." And then they seem to bond over that from then on out, where it's like. Yeah, it's winter. We both don't want to be here. It's like, yeah, we'll get a little yeah, fucking yeah. hammered or whatever. And the newlywed game. And the newlywed game, right. But it's like, you think they'd have some sort of cordial relationship from working together so long anyway. Like, if they can suddenly be, like, kind of tight friends after t- a few days together. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. That That's something where you kind of, I go, why wouldn't he have some sort of relationship with her? But, yeah, I don't know. I love the eye thing. The fake eye that he had to wear contact lens for the lazy eye yeah he said uh a few weeks ago i heard him talking on wtf with mark Marin, and he goes he goes i'm talking to a friend of mine who i've known since i was like 10 years old and he goes yeah i saw the movie he goes i'm 15 minutes in and i'm just going has paul always had a fucking lazy <laughs> eye that i just never noticed before <laughs> Uh, and it just suits him. He just looks just perfectly off kilter with it. So is know? it just like a contact lens? Yeah, it's just like a heavy-duty contact lens that makes his eye all fucking... But also they switched it from left eye to right eye throughout the film to keep a bit of a bit going where it's like, which one are you supposed to look at? Okay. Because at moments it seems obvious. And then in other shots you're like, I don't know if it's obvious. I think it might oh, be the other one. Weird. So that's by design, you know? Oh, interesting. Yeah, there's some so- subtle little uh, funny things in this that I really enjoyed, such as that. But, but what... <laughs> Why would it have, like, if they didn't switch it left to right, would it have, I don't know. <laughs> Why does it change anything? Well, there's a whole thing in the movie where the of kid's course. like, which eye do I look at? So that, I guess, so that we as the viewer can't actually then, tell. Well, because you say. You so would, if, we, if we try, if almost, we're also trying, we can't figure it out either. Well, you'd, yeah, you'd yeah, kind of yeah. be like, you'd be like, it's obvious which eye you should look at. Okay. Oh, yeah, whenever yeah, someone yeah. has a really bad lazy eye, it's like, yeah. you know which one it is. Right, right, right. Unless they're looking 45 degrees left of everybody to fuck with them. You sure. Know? So, yeah, for, yeah. So then at the end, it's kind of a big, we're cool. Right, right, it's right. This eye. A lot of times it's hard to tell, though, like in real life with people. Maybe my dad has a severe lazy eye. Does he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does it always go to the same direction? Yeah, it doesn't switch eyes. Real well, lazy well, eyes yeah, are no, only. It could switch <laughs> sides or not sides, you know, um, which way. Maybe, maybe yeah, that's why. Maybe I have experience. Yeah. So I'm just like, no, that's you right. always know. You're an extra yeah, uh, Someone expert. Someone looking at you. <laughs> expert at the side eye. Yeah, yeah. I usually look at people's uh, foreheads. Yeah, you're not looking at their or eye the color. Or the bridge of their nose, you know? 
or down the camera. <laughs> I'll give you one last chance, Mike, to take it all back and say you love this yeah, movie. Yeah, I don't understand why you take it so personally that I didn't uh, really like the movie. Because uh, that's why I do a podcast about movies. Because like, I get really heated when I'm like, you didn't like this movie? Why yeah. not? And people are like, I don't like movies about teachers. Yeah, And I go, oh, that doesn't make any sense to me. But teachers own, you know. Yeah. There's going to be people out there. I think we call them haters. There's going to be who, plenty uh, of people that are like, nice things. this movie was boring. I didn't care about it. I promise yeah, you. There's going to be some. It's not a lot, though. You're in Again, you're in the minority. For I, pr- sure. I promise. Listen. The people, here's the thing. The people who seek out a movie like this tend to enjoy these types of movies. When, the average movie sure. is not going to see this because they're going to say, who's that fucking du- dude with the lazy eye? Right. And if you, you know were to I mean? hype this up to people like that and then just show them this movie, they'd be like, yeah, I don't get it. Well, if you hyped him up by showing them like a list of awards at one, that, right. all, that same person could be like, uh, this means nothing to me. Yeah. Now, if you say like... Well, uh, hold on. I just thought... mean in the round it means it's round what do you mean what does that mean in the round you fuck